listening to Irish Radio Canada from abroad and we're still in Roundstone County Galway where we're still at the market and Tish Nick and Neil and Shaw um, Tish called the Fortune Road Good evening Mark the Fortune Road and um, here we are at the, the market and you have your uh, w- what you produce beautiful materials that I had a look at and you make art from stone yeah so what I do is um, I collect Kochabaga which is pebbles and I create different things out of pebbles it could be a bird it could be a person and I get a frame and then I mount it onto the frame and I can put a shamakal which is an old saying or something else with it it depends what the stone creates for me yeah, what do you say it depends what the stone creates for you well sometimes I like sometimes simplicity and just leave it like that or sometimes if a stone is shaped maybe like an animal or something or maybe if it's shaped like um, a house you could use the saying and that to me the saying and the pebbles go together right so in a way I suppose does the, the the stones talk to you and I, I said yeah. that in the most general the, the stones yes, talk to you yes they do yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 people think it's a bit crazy but no. it's not because it's, it's kind of creative that if you look at a stone you can see it's like I compare it to the clouds sometimes yeah. when you look at the clouds you can see animals and you can see, you can see animals and you can see things and sometimes when you look at pebbles and rocks but the pebbles are all from Kamara along the wild Atlantic way because I think it's nicer that way and it's more personal that way when you say Clucabioga, the small stones, um, a lot of times what you see on the beach are big, the rocks. Yeah. So do you have to, are there particular places around there here? Is, there, yeah. good there is, and sometimes you have to actually dig deep or you have to go somewhere to, you know, but we call them the bodies. <laughs> so sometimes you look for a head or you look for the body okay. or you look for an arm, which is just a tiny little piece of straight pebble or straight so, so in in one sense, it's a bit like when you're making the jigsaw. Exactly. You're looking yeah. around, and, and <laughs> well, the jigsaw, you're looking around for the looking little piece, pieces, the piece yeah. that's going to fit, and the mind starts to yeah. recognize shapes. Yes, that's it. Right. So I bring uh, them home. Yeah. And just glam them out, which is I wash them and I put varnish on them, dry them out, and I put varnish on them. But I refuse to buy any. I want to collect them locally in Clonmel. Right. How long have you been doing this? Um, I started a few years ago and then I put it aside. And any time anybody, I was making a gift to somebody, I'd make it. But I was a bit shy and I didn't want to. <laughs> but now that people actually like them, I said I'll do a few more, and that's why I'm doing them now. Yeah, it's amazing how with something like that, the way you say it, you'd be a bit shy that when people are creative, that in the early stages of their creativity, that they're actually so apprehensive. Yeah, because you need to kind of get a few people to admire your work and to validate. To, to, yeah, and to encourage you to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess the other side of it is, is when you do something as simple on one level, but as Yes. Subtle. Because none of them are the same. Every one of them is actually different. Every piece is different from sea glass. So um, that's the stones. I also see you have some jewellery there. I do, yeah. Um, I just have little bits of jewellery. Um, so what they are is their little wine charms here. And the reason why I do those, some of them have an anchor and some of them have a golfing or whatever. When COVID started, 
and not that we were partying we used to if you wanted to go anywhere you'd have a glass and you wanted to take care of your glass and nobody else would drink out of your glass or anything right. so this is your identification for your glass that's Phil Hogan's is it? yeah <laughs> so you just put it around your glass like that right. and you know which one is your glass right. so they were for COVID yeah right. so it's just something different it's just to add to the collection now I'm going to go back to your stones I see a beautiful one here with the curragh yeah um, but not only have you put the stone in a frame you've put a scene behind it that I have. depicts it yeah so that picture I took um, I love being down at the sea we had a very windy day which is not surprising in Connemara and the wind was just was unreal but I loved the colours of the sea that, that day we had the purple and we had so I took that photo yeah so I decided to use that photo in a frame because we were so far away but we weren't really it looked like you were so far away from it yeah but the colours were amazing and the stones colors. that are on there yeah you had to fashion those yeah I did yeah so there's a laser machine that I had to try and shape it out and all that so it's different you know it's yeah. so that's a bit of driftwood in this one here has driftwood in right, it I want to stay with this for a moment because you've also um, etched on the stone there Calamari yeah. yeah yeah so it's not the, it was uh, the etching on stone yeah it's hard work but it's worth it uh, it takes it's very tedious work it takes hours to do like to do one frame I take two hours right but you shouldn't be doing anything if you don't enjoy doing it no. and if it's stressful you don't do it you're supposed to do crafting enjoy crafting and be happy with your end product you were going to tell me about the driftwood yeah I have um, I love collecting driftwood again every driftwood is different so when I collect driftwood then I use it to put a stand on here uh, yeah so if you look at this one here I have a bride and groom yeah it's got shells shells and it's got sea glass and it's got the driftwood right so it's different and the little the little pearls for the veil yeah. the little pearls for the veil there yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah where do you get those oh I buy right those there. I don't oh, make no, the no, pearls I I'm not that much I thought you knew where the pearl farm was around mm -hmm. here um, so the the stones that are here I just see some there's also some glass I think. there is yeah so yeah. that's sea glass um, a lot of people know about sea glass no it takes well it's pieces of broken glass but okay. it takes over 100 years for the glass to be safe to use as you can see there that glass was white but now it's got all the coating on it's all because it hits against the rocks so many times that's what gives it its shape okay and most of those pieces will be over 100 years old so when you say it's 100 years for it to be safe what's unsafe about it there's no uh, rough edges there's no edges on it it's all um, like fuckleish um, I can't think of the word now it's bare chamine it's all soft so it's a bit like the way yeah, the stones exactly you can touch it in the won't cut you you know right, right yeah right, yeah so it's used to different places and um on bodin on bodin yeah so it's on bodin it's armadmar it's bodin colomarishin so it's just a little collection to add to it and the wood that you're using on that that's cedar wood that's that's cedar wood that we used on that okay. one there yeah okay and these are the little coasters because we have plenty of sheep creed yeah, yeah sheep in colomaris so it's nice to use them and of course the, the woolly the woolly sheep is the, the symbol sheep. of Ireland yeah, at this yeah, stage yeah and you have your card I have my card all that is great which is pebbles some of them have sea glass depends what I have going right crappy crappy which is buttons yeah so for the um okay 
on on water. On water, so this is condition. Shin shkriv organoliterated. So it's shkriv be on father. It's writing that goes back to the Celtic age age book. So that's M, and that's A father. That's T, that's H, and that's A I R there. So that's mohar. And when you say it's, the script that goes back, it's impossible on radio to show that. So what so it is, it's a single line, and every one of the letters represents a line. It could be going to the left, could be going to the right, it could be three tiny letters to the left, or it could be maybe straight across lines, and every one of them represents a letter. So you can write a word with the letters, right. instead of writing the word itself, if you get me. Yeah. It's yeah. different and it's uh, nice. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen that before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, when you're not doing this, I know you have a great love of the Irish language, and the the one thing to have the, to, to not see it um, lost or not see it um, that it is continued on that the youth yeah. and embrace it. Yep. So I work in a school two days a week as a so. Uh, I work in a school two days a week and I'm a Kuntar Tangam, which is a classroom assistant for the Irish language. So right. I do a little bit of drama, a little bit of poetry, different things for yeah. the kids to inspire them to enjoy and love the language in a very fun way. But we're here in the heart of the Veltop. Um I would have thought that the language was something that was very much a vibrant part of where we are and that it would have been well, spoken to a strong degree in many of the houses here. Well, not necessarily, no, because not everybody is from this area. I mean, people have immigrated because the Celtic Tiger died and came back maybe with somebody from a different county or a different country who wouldn't have the Irish language. Right. So the home language could be the language of the mother or the father, which is the strongest one there. Right. And it could also be people that have moved into the area that have come from somewhere else, some other school maybe. So it's not necessarily Irish, complete Irish. Um, also, there's a bit of pressure with social media and all that. Everything is a sparrow in English, yeah. so it can be hard. Hi. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so, but, yeah, except social media and all those predominantly in English. But one of the things I understood was that as Irish is now a recognized language in Europe, that there has been a tremendous um, requirement for translators and that the use of language uh, or the opportunities for those with the language has increased. Oh yes it has yeah and the only thing is that sometimes the Irish is quite different now than it was years ago because you need to start learning it now book Irish more than actually Irish well, spoken Irish yeah. but it doesn't matter where you go you're going to hear the language right. it's lovely to have the couple of fuckle and you'll always have the couple of fuckle if you spoke it at all and I suppose what you're saying one way then is the technical Irish which is predominantly what you would get nearly when it's in the translation world is very much different than just vernacular spoken Irish yes yes yeah and it's the vernacular spoken Irish is really what you want exactly, to make sure yeah. that that's yeah. Have, yeah. yeah yeah and I know when we were chatting earlier on you and I mentioned that you know we I grew up where a bicycle was rougher and you, yeah. you, you were talking about my bicycle my bicycle and, yeah um, 
you know, that the use of, of uh, the, the inclusion in some cases of English and the, yeah. you, you consider that very much positive? I do, yeah, because I think it's much better that if you if you try and at least have those few words there, it might encourage people more to use it because sometimes I always find that sometimes when people are having every word in Irish, it might scare people as well, you mm-hmm. know. So different ways of looking at it, you know. It's up to, you can't pressurize anybody to speak it. It's like crafting and everything else. You need to love the language and enjoy it. Right. To speak it. Um, a few years ago, well, it's an ongoing project, I know, that uh, Radio Rira, I think it is, put out their album every second year. Yeah. And was it Ed Sheeran? Um, was it Sheeran? Yeah. Did uh, his song, Oskuelka. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Oh, there's a good few of them there, right? And Lorg on Crush Lorg were great yeah. as well. They did loads of um, songs, Oskuelka as well, yeah. yeah. But I remember hearing Ed Sheeran in an interview, they said that someone had sent him the phonetics yeah. of well, <laughs> and that he recorded that and he recorded after a concert or he yeah. was in Australia or New Zealand went up to the hotel room yeah. and did it and I thought that's powerful that is powerful yeah. well, that's dedication as well yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and I've also been very impressed with some of the other artists who have, uh, would not normally I guess have considered it recording in, in Irish but have taken their major hit yes and, and put it out there yeah. and I would imagine that that helps greatly with the younger generation exactly, to see yeah. these people these iconic people yeah yeah yeah. it does happen because they're like I said about social media like they do have influencers yeah Argus Tamasako Edini which is respect for people like that and you'd wonder our age group would wonder why but that's just life that's reality yeah. and when they do that little bit of grave it works better than trying to push it on them in a very different way so maybe we need more of those influencers and maybe we need more of those to do it the funny like thing I remember when years and years ago um, I don't know who it was said the couple of fuck was gay gag and I was Pope or somebody and sure we had oh, talking the about queen, the, queen, the Queen the Queen sure we were yeah. talking about it for, for weeks well it's, it's relatively recently I found first of all um, a number of years ago my father was from Belfast and um, after he died I found a book and it was from a uh, course in RTE in 1959 and it had his writing in it he was trying to learn Irish oh, and, and I only found out about two weeks ago or three weeks ago that he had actually gone to the Grail Tucked and Ring oh, I never knew it oh piece of Portlandica in Watford yeah. and Ryan yeah, yeah. yeah. I n- I'd never known that there you yeah. go yeah yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah well, you learn something new every day I guess <laughs> and, and, and again I think what, what it's indicative of is in a way as an I've always felt that you know language is something that defines us more than anything else yeah and I think as well that when you hear now that there's a Grail Tucked over in Canada Just, yeah. or the Cullen Agrega which is uh, and the are doing all these little groups around Europe and America and all that in Canada you say to yourself wow yeah, that yeah. gives us hope yeah. Yeah. if any of my children in the future were going to Canada like when I met you first yeah. I didn't ask you about the weather over there the first thing I said oh you have a girl that's over there that's right so that means an awful lot for anybody from a girl to go to any of those countries to know that there is actually Irish language being spoken there and not only is it the Irish language but you know when someone from uh, be it very much into traditional music comes on tour it's great they're welcomed and um, and the drama and the drama Fabian yeah. was Fabian and was Fabian and, and all those are very important yeah. and to, to invite those people if anybody out yeah. there listening so we make sure that part of us will be with she that's right yeah. that's right well, I'm going to let you go on thanks for your time okay good morning good morning good morning good morning good morning